<laughs> Welcome everybody to episode number eleven. Ten? Ten. Dang it! Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome everybody to episode number ten of Random Draw Podcast. I am your host Daniel Mann. I am here with Mark Belial. Hey guys, and David Hubbard. That's me. We are full on century of podcasts. A century? No, yeah. no, a this decade. Is a decade. Of, sorry. <laughs> Boy, a decade were... of podcasts. Yep. yep. <laughs> to, we really got it, too. By I, the way. I'm really looking forward to that century mark I know. six years from now. <laughs> At this rate, that is correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, this is our 10th podcast. I called it 11 because that's uh, math. The, the unsurety with which you shiftily looked at both of us when you said I know, 11, it's not, it's not like I can't just like open my phone and look it up, but yeah. I don't. I just I like think that about neither it. one of us like bailed him out, too. We're just like, no, this no. is where he lives now. Yeah. Like, Please help me. Please, sir. Help me. Not a chance. No. So we actually played a lot of board mm-hmm. games. We did a lot this last... So we're kind of behind on our podcast releasing, like a week behind or yeah. something. So we played a lot of games and did a special event that we will talk about. That's called a teaser. Ooh. Yeah. And, and because we're so behind, we've been informed it's going to be quite the pay cut for us for this episode. <laughs> yeah. Look, at, I now right. owe money. Yes. yes. So so normal then. Yeah. Yes. So now I... Yeah. This has now cost me money. So like... Uh, like normal people are like what about the listeners and i'm like what we got those yeah so who now weird. i don't who's that hey, now hey you three Thanks. yeah i know <laughs> yeah, all of our seriously. listeners they're fine uh dave what have we played this week uh well let's start out with unusual suspects yes that mark, was the game mark, you didn't play this i didn't get a chance to play That's this okay. one so candy dan amber and i played this game so it was a little reminiscent of guess who the old game yeah. when you have like the the various people mm, and mm-hmm. but the difference is so in guess who you're asking questions like does he have a beard or mm-hmm. is it a man or a woman questions that make perfect sense questions that are logical in helping you pare down the suspects this game is take that concept but take away any of the logic in question asking and purely just judge a book by its cover yep. Oh. Yep. The question. So there's a five by five grid of just portraits of people, not uh, their drawings, renderings, mm-hmm. if you will. Okay. Renderings. <laughs> and uh, please renderings. They're little. Car- <laughs> yeah, they're a little cartoony. And, and then there's this huge stack of cards that have questions on it. So one person knows who their murderer is. And now all they can do is say yes or no. They have like a red check and a green X or something. It's no, the opposite. opposite. Because that makes way more sense. <laughs> it's a green check or a red X. I'm now convinced Dan might be colorblind and he just throws colors Co- out until color- it Yeah. Red? No? Okay. No. <laughs> Um, so it's just yes or no essentially so he knows who the uh, he or she knows who the killer is and then the people take turns asking these questions and the questions are pre-printed so but there's left like did this person go to college and of course you don't know like you just see a picture of it so you're just like yeah this person looks like he went to college judging this book by its cover would this person own a firearm yeah yeah would this person steal something does this person (laughs) sing the national anthem does this person one of the questions. <laughs> yeah, does this person have a bank account? And yeah. these are these are questions that people like players think of and ask. No, no they are printed on these okay. things, right, and I'm so then you, you have to be like, oh, I guess yes. Here is so this game was a lot of fun. First of all, it, it is actually really and fun. The discussion when like the person at when you ask the question and then all you get is a yes or no. Yeah. 
And then you're all sitting there and you're just <laughs> here's my here's my two issues with this game. Now, mind you, this game's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, we played it twice or uh, four or five times. Four, actually. Yeah. So it's not a very was, long game. No. Um, and you basically are eliminating the people. Yeah. And you so go every question. You go until you find the murderer or you eliminate the murderer and set them free. Mm-hmm. OK. So the here's my two minor issues with this game. Number one, it made me feel I don't want to say racist is the right word. Yeah, it's not but, racist, but I know what you're talking about because yeah. it's just like I don't generally judge people by how they look. Yeah. Like, sure, sometimes I I do. I but judge like, me by how I look. Right. I look weird. Yeah, I, yeah. Like, oh, you're wearing that shirt again? Oh, well. I looked like an 80-year-old man when Dan and I played a oh board gosh. game in public the other day. I don't judge people. He was like. wearing high white socks and Crocs. Oh, no. With shorts and with a shorts. Hawaiian shirt, yeah. to be clear. What on earth is happening over there? I don't know. But nobody anyway. seemed to care. It's like for me. <laughs> Whatever, Dan's still to be seen with me in public. <laughs> yeah, Dan, so really, there, who's the idiot here? Say. Dan's the real loser. I feel like Dave came out on top in that direction, yeah. though. But anyway, so because these questions are so nebulous, mm-hmm. sometimes it made me feel bad, I should say, for looking at these portraits of cartoon characters right. and going... Well, that guy is insert thing here. So yeah, does clearly this he person wouldn't. have a passport? And there was a couple characters that were clearly foreign. Not, yeah, foreign. So we had to eliminate. Like, no wait. See, this is my problem and with the game. Yeah, this is my number two. You can it, say it. It's confusing. So you'll ask the question, like, does this person have a passport? And that's the question. And then the person will answer yes or no. And then as me trying to figure out who to eliminate, I get it backwards on mm-hmm. who I'm trying to eliminate. Because now you're because it's confusing. Gotcha. Because you're trying to guess the people that are not the murder suspect. Right. Because you have right. to eliminate. You're trying to, you're trying to find the murder. Exactly. Right. Okay. And, and leave basically process of elimination. Have the murder be the last portrait that is up. Okay. So everything you do is backwards. Yeah. And and sometimes that just is confusing. Yeah. And I was like adamant that I was doing it right. And then like once they explained it, I was like, oh no, I've eliminated <laughs> so, the wrong gotcha. people. So like if you were to be like, oh, does this person have a passport? And, and then I'd the say, person says no. no. Then you now I'm put looking down for everybody pe- who has. has you think has a passport. Right, okay, but yeah. I kept getting it backwards. Like, okay, they said no, so let's eliminate people that don't travel. Ah, yeah. But then yeah. that's me almost eliminating the killer. And it can be one step more confusing because some of the questions are in the negative. So then if someone says no as the answer, you have a negative in the question. Yeah. You have no as the answer, but then you're trying to eliminate mm. the opposite, making the correct answer a triple negative. Triple, and it triple tri- negative conundrum right there. It just gets yeah. confusing yeah, this sometimes. That's a banana split of pain. <laughs> It's a very specific, odd yeah, colloquialism. Super weird, Mark. Does uh, so, banana feel pain in this example? I don't know, Dave. No, it, it, it brings it, the pain. It doesn't not feel pain. <laughs> of pain. It, you it's know what? made from pain. I once got a brain freeze from a banana split. It did bring the pain. How fast yeah. were you eating that uh, banana? Was... And how were you eating that banana? <laughs> Clearly, you've never seen me eat ice cream. <laughs> I have seen you eat a banana, though. Is he... <laughs> Dave eats ice cream like a snake. Just unhinges his jaw yeah, and it just, just goes all in. in. Just like, What's this yeah. spoon for? No, I don't know. I just no, tip it in. That's the choking hazard. All Get that out of there. All servings of ice cream are a bite. <laughs> <laughs> how much yeah. ice cream do you think you could fit in your mouth at one to get at one go? Uh, well, how I, we just like scoops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how like many big like, tablespoons? Like big tab- tablespoons. Big heaping tablespoons yeah, of ice yeah, yeah. cream? No, I want to say a solid like four or five. Like I yeah, would regret it. I think instantly. so too. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Like your mouth would hurt and your then your brain, brain would hurt. hurt. <laughs> Four. 
four four heaping tablespoons of ice I cream. I bet I could jam like you could jam more in there, but oh, without yeah. like gagging and then throwing up immediately. <laughs> because like I could picture myself like put four in, like could you fit more? Sure, technically I could fit like three more, but I would just be mushing it in there. <laughs> it would just be it'd just be killing you. So oh, it'd be I, gross. Yeah. So I have to say completely unrelated to what we're talking about right now. What could be related to that? <laughs> <laughs> Semi related to the weirdness that's going on. Um so last night, uh yesterday two friends of ours um that are visiting us this weekend they went to a dog show and they were talking about how at this dog show uh, a lot of the trainers would hold the dog treats in their mouth and then feed them Wait, to the dog oh in the person's mouth yeah like in, in the, the in the trainer's yeah, mouth yeah. okay and then feed them to the dog Gross. i thought this was disgusting yeah. and then i went to sleep minutes later so of course what did i dream about it was me being a dog trainer mm. and holding treats in my mouth the problem is it wasn't like a treat in my dream, I was taking handfuls of dog treats, <laughs> just shoving them into my, like as much as my mouth could fit. And then I would just profusely throw up these dog treats in the middle of doing the show in front of everyone. And that's it. I lost. Mark. Just so we're clear. Mark, <laughs> analyze. Analyze. Well, Dave, if you think about it, the dog treats really mean your daily average stress that you deal with on a continual basis. Mm, yeah, and you throw yeah, up your stress. Yeah. I've <laughs> seen you do it. <laughs> in public. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Where else wor- would no- you do it? Nothing, nothing's worse than when Dave gets the stress <laughs> he just get both hands go on his knees and he's like ah, yeah, he's ah. like I gotta go to work tomorrow ah, ah. like oh no Dave it's like watching my cat heck up a hairball it's a hairball uh, stress uh, so that's usual suspect yeah <laughs> So, uh, Dave, out of serial killers, how many serial killers out of five would you give this game? Um, I would give this game a solid three out of five serial yeah, killers. It's three fun. Out of five, it's yeah. a fun game. It's kind of like it, it's not a lot of strategy. It's no. like weird and who cares who, the, who wins or not. The fun of this game, like I don't think this game would be any fun as a two player. Like you could absolutely play it two player. I don't yeah. think it could be very fun. Well, first off, I've already proven that I get answers backwards. <laughs> I need other players to balance me well, out. The fun was also how much laughing you did right. when when you realized your different snap judgments of how people looked yeah. and that mm. was actually really interesting mm-hmm. to me that you would have completely different ideas about an answer given just who you are as people i felt the same way when i watched crash in 2006 <laughs> <laughs> so weird all right uh, all right what? So. yeah yeah <laughs> I, speaking of crash I thanks a lot mark that. I'm going to bring the episode of the yeah, Screeching all. <laughs> uh, Dave, what else did we play? Uh, we played Stuff Fables. Mark brought this game over. Hey, Mark, Stuff Fables. Tell me all about it. Oh, boy. Do you really want me, though? I'm I in do. a weird mood it's today. Your, it's your game. So Stuff Fables, if um, if you guys are familiar with like adventure games, uh, you basically uh, move around. You, you all play like a little, uh, I think they're called stuffies? Yes, they are. Yeah, they're like a little stuffed <laughs> animal, and your job is to protect the dreams of your uh, human. Yeah, I played a teddy bear that had clearly been, he'd seen some things. Theodora. Yeah, Theodora. She had seen some she'd things. She'd seen yeah. some things. Yeah. Uh, and I, scarred and patched. I played Lumpy, an elephant, with a uh, meat tenderizer. <laughs> yeah, was, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty uncomfortable. Rough. <laughs> Uh, I believe, let's see, Candy played Stitch. Yeah, yeah he was, it was like an old toy, just like like a hand-me-down. Yeah, animal. it was like all, like but it filled like a bunch of it toys was, like yeah, I was sewn together. It was like the uh, gnarly veteran of the, like the squad. I didn't like it. And I played uh, Flops, the ranger. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Yep. You were the only ranged character <laughs> I was the out only of ranged character. Um, so basically the way the game works is you uh, draw dice out of a bag, and then you use those attribute dice to assign actions to your character as they play. Um, notable about this game is that it's played on a storybook. So like one page is the playing surface, like with the grid, uh, where you 
do your movement and you do your attacks and everything. And then the other side of the bu- uh, book is the like narrative text for the mm-hmm. like the scenario so, and like, the special rules and special all that. rules like what you're trying to do, all the objective, and it's all contained like within a single book. And let me say that is by far my favorite innovation this game made. I hope so very much that other companies see what happened with that book and take that under advisement because I love games like your uh, like all of the big like Descent and uh, mm-hmm. Pure Assault and all that. Um, even Arcadia Quest, but setup is 20 minutes long for yeah. some scenarios. Yeah. You're digging through all these tiles, trying to set up games. You just flip the page with this book, and there's your board with the grid for the that minis, awesome, perfectly yeah. set up. Loved it. Yeah. So you basically, I think our scenario was the intro scenario, like mm-hmm. the tutorial. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were helping the little girl get used to the big girl bed, and it was yep. the intro, intro, the introduction, into, uh. <laughs> introduction. <laughs> yeah. It was the introduction of the main villain, Crepitus. Yeah, Crepitus, which is hilarious. That's, isn't Crepitus like a type of arthritis or something? Uh, I, don't I don't think know. so. I don't. Amber, what is Crepitus? Is it a type? You're of a nurse. nurse? You're a nurse. It's more like a lung sound. Oh, oh crap! It's a, it's a crackling in the lungs. Yeah, you're right. So he gets really it's wheezy. A, <sighs> crack. What a crack uh, discovery from our <laughs> from our team. I'm glad we have our medical expert here today. <laughs> Who knew we'd need a medical advisor on <laughs> yeah. our game podcast? Yep. No, Dave, you're right. Uh, it's the crackling or grating sound caused by bones when they rub against each other. So the oh. not nurse was right. I Ugh. mean, that's not arthritis. You did go to nursing oh, school, though, Dave. I did. Yeah. That's just crunchy bones. <laughs> mm, crunchy bones. That's you guys just... ever had crunchy bone syndrome? You mean getting up in the morning? That's... Yeah. <laughs> Literally moving any part yeah. of my body. <laughs> we call that life after 30 <laughs> yeah i got a real bad case of the late 30s man I, yeah. sometimes i lean in to take a move in a board game yeah. <laughs> i just dislocated my shoulder also i think crunchy bones is like my third favorite single from bone thugs and harmony it's my second favorite cereal <laughs> very good uh, what, we got we got what, more oh, go ahead sorry I was thinking of rails, which is crepitus of the lungs. Oh. Rails. Crunchy bones in your lungs? Oh, that's the worst. That's when you aspirate the cereal. That's when <laughs> you eat bones. chicken bones and they go into your lungs. <laughs> this is how your body works. I don't yeah. know. Kids, write this down. You eat chicken bones and they go into your lungs, right? This, this is yeah. what happens when you never play um, Operation. You don't understand. <laughs> I don't, you I don't, don't understand the body works. I don't, understand uh, I don't have water on the knee, but I do have lung rails. Anytime <laughs> Dan says a, a raw anatomical thing from now on, I'm just going to go, <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, I've touched his inside. It's a good bit. I like that. Good luck. Um, anyway. Oh, yeah, so was... back to Stuff Fables. Um, <laughs> so that's what we're talking about? <laughs> Over, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I agree with you, Dave. The the board was the coolest part of the game, for sure. Uh, also, I thought the drawing of dice and then using them to do things oh, yeah, you was kind of novel. We, like, we like randomly grabbing things here. I thought a oh, lot yeah. of this game was very interesting, mm-hmm. and they implemented a lot of stuff well, but... <laughs> but, <laughs> but. Well, and even our caveat, um, so we did not end up loving this game. It yes. was fun. I didn't love it, but the biggest reason for that... It was way too easy, but I say that I don't think that it was way too easy. I think that this game is not designed for adults who play a lot of board games. Right, right. If you played this with your kids, this game would be amazing. Well, and it even proved that, like, towards so that at the end of the scenario, there was things like to discuss with your kids, Mm -hmm. and then we discussed them with Dave. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was it was about how these things aren't real, but there are real life fears, and you have to face them in your life. Yeah. And as soon as we saw that, we were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it might exactly. not be for us. Oh, this is exactly. actually a children's yeah. 
children's yeah. game. Yeah. Um, and anyway, I still had nightmares about eating dog food. So <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it didn't help. Dave is having a hard time struggling with change. Yeah, yeah, but, it's, it's yeah. but this game did so much right that a lot of other games should certainly try mm. to incorporate. Absolutely. But um, yeah, it just wasn't. And this game would be so much better if it was not not better. I, I don't want to say better because it was a good game mm-hmm. for what it was. But if we wanted to aim it more for us um, gamers in general, um, it, adding a more a little more complexity and then making it much harder. It felt like a really parsed down version of either Descent or mm-hmm. Imperial, Imperial Assault. Assault. Oh yeah, because yeah, you had the minis, you had the dice chucking, you had movement speed. And You're all that. upgrading your characters mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. a point. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It w- um, yeah, with minor equipment upgrades mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah. that, uh, which and, add minor rule changes. And again, I'm kind of curious because, like I said, we only played the tutorial uh, where it basically teaches you the basics of how to play. Mm-hmm. So again, like this is all with the caveat that we haven't played any other scenarios right. so maybe it does get more difficult oh, yeah, it up. i know yeah. that the second scenario is about the little girl wedding her bed that is true it's called wedding go oh yeah <laughs> it's called wedding go i gotta be honest i can't wait till you, uh the end of that when you guys give me the talk <laughs> yeah. i think i'm gonna learn a lot from this yeah, dave are your sheets wet again <laughs> oh dave 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 were you up doing laundry at 2 a.m yeah dave's just gonna be like no i sat on an empty water bottle and like, no you didn't so how many buttons out of six would you give this Ooh, buttons out of six um, it's so hard to say because it wasn't for me but mm-hmm. it's not a bad game i i think right. given the given if we played this with kira for instance yep. i think that this would be a solid like five out of six for buttons. sure for, for sure yes. yeah yes. okay so for me playing but, it as a gamer yeah. i'd give it like a two mm-hmm. like it's not a bad mm-hmm. game it's just i don't get a lot of enjoyment out of it but if i was playing it with kira or, or other little kids learning to play games like yeah absolutely yes. like five and i agree because i think co-ops by their very nature should be hard I, like I should be in fear of losing, and sometimes I should lose because if I never lose, then I won't fear losing. Yeah, I won't care and to play the game. Steamrolled this. And it, I'm curious how much feedback the designer got from people about this very problem, where it just didn't wasn't very hard or wasn't very like in depth, because they released a whole like uh, section of rules to make it explicitly harder. Oh, but, but the play. problem is like on the box, it doesn't say like it doesn't make right. it seem like a kids game or yeah. anything. It, it's it just, definitely seems like it was, like a regular game. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, the, the marketing and packaging all seemed to indicate that it was, like, a normal, like, a, like yeah. a heavy yeah. action and board game. Just, right. like, with, a, like, a whimsical theme. In our face, though. In, in our, face. our face. Yeah. But not a bad purchase. I would probably play it a couple more times and then try to find somebody with kids. Like, I thought maybe just giving it to Andy would be, like... Oh, oh yeah. He would yeah. love that. Yeah. Idea. Like, letting his kids take it for a spin. Yeah. Like maybe they, yeah. yeah. They would probably appreciate it a lot Absolutely. more than we would. Uh, so, let's move on to uh, much more, I guess you could say, of an adult game, not themed but alcohol related yeah (laughs) so viticulture viticulture so viticulture has been around for um, quite a few years yeah not a new game at all it's not a new game this is the essential edition so um it took stuff from the old tuscany expansion and added it into the game like the fields are part of an old tuscany expansion Mm -hmm. so it's just part of the core rules now okay um so it's just like an upgraded better playing version so in viticulture you all are italian um wine farmers you're a mama (laughs) and a papa yeah yeah what not a wine farmer because that's like not a thing a vineyard Uh, you own a you own a vineyard. <laughs> there's a name for winemakers, right? Y- yes, I'm sure there is. I have no doubt there is. There's a but word do for... I know it? It is no. The oh, answer is no. There's a word for people winery. who appreciate wine. You own a winery. Ooh. Winist. <laughs> no, you're Wait, a grapist. Do you know what it is? No, Here, I don't like on, grapist. I take it back. Grapist is <laughs> terrible. Grapist. A winter. I, oh, a winter. That is yeah. much better than in grapist. In this game, <laughs> grapist or a winer. winer. 
<laughs> what is it again? A venter? <laughs> okay. So in this what game, you, <laughs> in this game you play oh. a ventor, a ventner. I don't know how I feel about ventner. It's got two syllables. I think we'll stick with grapist. Ventner. Thank you. No, look I... right there. Ventner. Yeah, let's a let's ventner. not stick with grapist. Ventner. A ventner. Two syllables. Two Thanks syllables. for pounding out the syllables <laughs> like we're in first grade. How else am I gonna do it? <laughs> <laughs> you All know right. what? Maybe stuff fables was. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Actually, yeah. Counterpoint. Maybe I did love that game. I learned a lot from it. Yeah. Uh, so you play a Ventnor or a Grapist if you prefer. I do not prefer. <laughs> so you, I've regretted it saying it since the second I said it. So you own a uh, winery, and so in this game, it, it's victory point driven, and it's worker placement game. Mm-hmm. So what you're trying to get the 25 is the max victory point. So you're trying to get up to 20 victory points, and then the game cycle ends, and whoever has the most hit into that wins the game. Mm-hmm. So in this game, you are placing your workers on the main board, mm-hmm. and they um, can do things like they can give a tour to give you more lira. They can plant a field to put grapes in your field. Lira uh, is money if you're not is in money America. in yeah. Italy. <laughs> that is uh, what money in which Italy is, is weird. Because that's definitely the euro, but whatever. Yeah, I, mean, we'll, we'll I, I only called it gold. So. <laughs> yeah, you did call it gold, Monies. even though it's it's uh, copper and silver. And how, it's only it's, gold if it's, it's a five piece. Ooh, it's yeah. all gold. Dave. How many million? How many <laughs> monies? Uh, so, uh, and then you have your own personal board, which is like your vineyard. So you have your fields. You have your. Um, uh, smashers, smash pads, smash yeah. pads, smash like, pads yeah. where your grapes go. Like the giant bucket, you have to get barefoot and stomp it. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you have your storage, your your cellars, your cellars, mm-hmm. where all of your wine is is then uh, stored. So in this game, you could do different things. You can have visitors come to your winery, and they can um, improve certain things. They're they... usually helpful cards that do something for you. Yeah, and they're pretty specific. Like uh, so in some cases, they just won't help you at all, and then other cases, they absolutely Absolutely mm-hmm. will do great for you. So mm, yeah. it's kind of hit or miss on those. Like they're all good for you, but situationally good for you. Some are great Absolutely. for you. Yeah, yeah, some are great for you. Mm-hmm. So the game is over a year. So in the springtime, you use your rooster and you pick what time you want to get up. And that's your turn order for the whole year. Mm-hmm. And then in the summer, you do summer things. You plant your fields. You um, get summer visitors. You can give tours. You can give tours. Of your winery. Of your winery. Mm-hmm. Um, you could build new buildings. Mm-hmm. And then the fall comes. And in the fall, you essentially just draw new visitors to your to your winery and then in the winter you do winter things you make your wine you harvest your fields mm-hmm. you have winter fill requisitions yeah. fill mm-hmm. your orders right um and then that's how you get all your victory points essentially is by filling orders you can get some through visitors but it's filling wine orders that really gets you so the wine order cards just give you like you have to have four white wine and two red wine mm-hmm. and then so in your field you have white grapes and red grapes and that is how you make those wines right and then you have specialty wines blush wines mm-hmm. and sparkling wines which you combine your two grapes to mash together. I, however, wine I works. never have made a sparkling. Wine. I didn't make a sparkling. Wine. I I'm not great at this game, but <laughs> so well, yeah, which because is, it's strategy medium. Yeah, because no, this game is strategy far. It's like heavy, and I am strategy medium. Like so, if you had to put the strategy in ABV, seventeen percent. <laughs> For sure, that's a that's Absol- a high fermented strategy. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. So it's a port strategy. But the best part. So this game is this game Ooh, is that's refrigerator cooking sherry right there. <laughs> 
This game is very fun. This game is a blast. But my favorite part of this game is how relaxed it is. Mm -hmm. It's not Mm -hmm. super competitive. Every time I go into it, I don't really care if I win. Like in most games, I don't really care if I win. But I want my uh, vineyard to work well. I Mm -hmm. want it to do good things. I want it to make the best wines I can. I want to have a lot of grapes in my fields and things like that. I get sad when everyone, when anyone's like, oh, I just got to 20, so this is the last scene. You're like, oh, like, dang it. I wasn't even paying attention to that Mm -hmm. because I'm so busy with my own vineyard. And you really are doing your own thing for the most part in this game, with the exception of the worker placement aspect. Mm-hmm. So you have so many workers, and depending on your player count, there are more or less spaces to do each action in each season. Mm-hmm. So if it's um, three players, then there's only like two spots you can put uh, workers. So if uh, players one and two both do that action you wanted to do, now it's your turn. There's no more spots. Mm-hmm. However... You always have one big grande worker. Grande papa. Grande worker. Grande no, he's not papa. a papa. He's no, a grande, grande worker. He's <laughs> grande papa. He's, uh, safe he's bigger than the normal worker. <laughs> he's huge. He's, I love grande papa. He, he oh, is, yeah. yeah, he's awesome. He's So he looks like a normal worker, except for he's like twice the size. Yeah, yeah. He's, it's very obvious which one he is. Yeah, he towers above all other sorry workers. <laughs> yeah. And, no, you field worker. I'm a grande worker. I am grande yeah. papa. I pick you up and move you to the front. <laughs> he is the hoss of your vineyard. <laughs> hey, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so you, he doesn't occup, have to occupy a spot. So like if that place is already full, you can always still do that action with him. So you only get him once per year, mm-hmm. but it it is a great mechanic that makes sure you can never be fully blocked. Yeah, from you can always something. do something. And I thought it was so funny that in the rules, there's like a friendly version that like if you can't perform the action, you can't per- place your worker there so that you don't block other people. But then we were talking about like I've never placed a worker no. somewhere so that I can block right. somebody. Like yeah, I don't, no. I need to. I have stuff I need to do. (laughs) I can't be thinking about blocking other people. And on top of that, I'm struggling to figure out the best thing for me to do. And I guarantee that I'm not even doing the best thing for me. I'm I'm certainly not looking at Dan's board and going, oh, I bet Dan's going to do this action. I'm going to go do that instead. Now, I do that, but it's usually because I'm trying to figure out if I will have the opportunity to do like what I what I would like to do for sure. the season. This is know? why Mark's good at this game. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know and that see, I am though. It's like you know, I, well, well, I don't know. You say. smashed us the first game. Pretty smashed mu- you like grapes. I, on my, solid. On my, I, like on my I have like pretty that. much. I've played this three times, and I have essentially tried different ways to win, and I end up with the same victory amount like every time. <laughs> so I maybe the fourth time's a charm, but I always get around fifteen by the end of the game. People mm-hmm. have like twenty three or, or whatever. Right. Well, so this game does something interesting with the victory points. Like mm-hmm. most of the time, it's most victory points win period and there's not a cap on victory right. points there's a cap on victory yep. points yeah yep. so the first person to hit 20 victory points basically you play the rest of that year out and then the game is over but you can only go to 25 and it doesn't matter if you can get to 27 mm-hmm. you can you stop at 25 yep. and so because of that there are a lot of tie-breaking conditions yep. because yeah. it is I designed thought, that way i thought that was super interesting because yeah. i think at the end of our first game i was just trying to run up the score because mm-hmm. i wasn't yeah. sure how everyone else was going to do so i was just trying to spike the football well and and that's like a tricky thing like if two people are really close and you can get just to like 20 you may not want to do that because the other person could have like a bunch of cards to turn in and now they're going to blast past you and you're stuck right there right or if you like end up tied and they have more wine in their cellar wine in their cellar mm -hmm. or yeah more buildings built in their vineyard so their vineyard is more prosperous right you know more money i love building the buildings in this game i know (laughs) it's weirdly fun it's so much fun so so i don't own the expansion there's a expansion called the tusk expansion it's like 23 dollars. so it's not a single expansion it's not like it just adds one big element it has it's very similar to like alchemist where
where mm. it's a box and there's like five different expansions mm. in it. Okay. So you can add like one item at a time and then the game gets a little more complex or whatever. But I don't own it. But I'm still, I, there's still so much to do in this mm-hmm. base game that we haven't like oh, yeah. gotten through. So I'm I'm interested to keep playing it and get a better strategy. And I, I like it because uh, some worker placements I like just get bored with because there's not like either there's no theme or whatever. But this is like so rich in theme that yeah. it, it's like everything has to do mm-hmm. with winemaking and that's it. There's and nothing even filling. every single visitor card um has some flavor on it like it's a, yeah. it's a visitor yeah. that does a specific thing like yeah it, it'll say like oh this guy's um like a wine taster like if you give up this color of wine like you get two victory points because he tasted your wine and you thought it was good loved it it's good yeah. wine or this dude is like an architect he'll help mm-hmm. you build a building for cheaper or yep. this like there's just so many different things doing this game and Ooh, how about the judge, <laughs> the ju- <laughs> I'm, the ju- I'm the judge yes there is also a judge <laughs> judge. <laughs> judge judy shows up yeah the- <laughs> she just screams at you for an yeah, hour. You're an then. idiot. <laughs> Stop lying to me. But yeah, I love this game. Me I too. absolutely give this uh, 17 grapes out of 19. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I would definitely like 18 grapes. I, I really like this. I'm notorious like in our group of friends for when I first started playing games. I'm like, Euros are the worst. I will never play a Euro. <laughs> yes. Now I own a ton of them. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you got to find what you, what you like. Mm-hmm. So right. this is just like one of those games that... I heard all the reviews like this game's amazing. You should get it. And then I finally got it. And man, I hate to admit when people are right, but this game's really good. Yeah. And when it comes to worker placements, it's easier to pick up than a lot. Yeah, of absolutely. Placements. Yeah, that that always helps too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not completely overwhelming with like symbols and like right. There's not yeah, there's 4, not like a ton of spots to go. Exactly. Yeah. There's not like a ton of game vocabulary that you have to pick up to right. be to go and be successful while playing it. And because you're only doing a season at a time, um, it even cuts down your options to lesser. Right. Mm-hmm. Because like you're doing the summer options. And so there's only like five spots yep. you can go. There's only five actions you can really take. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I thought it was super interesting too, as the game goes on, like spring and summer become less important mm-hmm. than fall and winter. Well, because right. now all of your vines are planted. So right. now you're more interested in harvesting than planting new vines. Mm-hmm. Now your buildings are built. So you're not as much on infrastructure. Like I also really love that the game has played a like, so every round of the game is a full year. You mm-hmm. go through the seasons and it takes you three to four years oh, to yeah. fill your first wine order. Oh, yeah, to get anything going. See, and even, I thought to that even was, consider it. That yeah. was so thematic. Like, mm-hmm. yes, it would take you three to four years realistically to start really putting out a good product well, of wine. And that's another thing. So when you plant grapes into your fields... Like once you use those grapes, you don't discard those cards. Mm-hmm. Just like a real winery, they don't just destroy all their grapes. Like once they're all the vines, once they're done, like those are your vines now. Like yeah, you, you can those. harvest them every season. Right. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's just it does so many things that are so clever. And it this is a Stonemeyer game, so it's like the same people that make Scythe and mm-hmm. like all all their games are really tightly made. Like mm-hmm. they they know how to make a game. I'm not a huge fan of Scythe, but like it is well made. Yes. The other thing I really liked about it too is like during your initial startup, like your mama and your papa, mm-hmm. like they give you different things the yeah there's the there's two big stacks of cards the <laughs> mama and the papa and that is essentially your starting hand and your starting item right. so mm-hmm. so everybody gets like two workers and a grande worker from their mama and the papa but then there's always options like you, now you could take this or this and it's like yeah. you could take this building or four coins Ooh, you could cut you could start the game with a grande papa and an irrigation puddle right <laughs> <An> irrigation puddle <laughs> 
So it's just such a well-made game. I, yeah. I really like it. I can't wait to pl- just continue playing it forever. Yeah, it's good. And then there was uh, Songbirds. Ooh. Yeah, Songbirds. I like so Songbirds. We, that was yeah, fun. I, I do too. And so we picked this up kind of on, on a whim. And Amber picked this up. We went to the game store and spent all of our money. And um, <laughs> As you do. As you, yeah, duh. And mm-hmm. so Amber, she has been good at picking out games. She picked out um, Virulence, which we, we really like. She picked out mm-hmm. Usual Suspects. And then she picked out Songbirds. So mm-hmm. Songbirds, it's kind of hard to describe. So there is um, a five by five grid and it's empty except for one bird right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so there's four different color birds, uh, red, blue, white, and green. And um, there's they're numbered one through seven in each color. On the top of every row and on, down the sides of the columns, there are berries and they're flipped upside down. And the, on the berries, there's numbers. So what you're trying to do is at the very end of the game, you're gonna have one card left and that's your favorite songbird. Mm-hmm. So that coordinates with that color and it, oh gosh this is so confusing <laughs> so so when a column is complete people uh take turns playing birds from their hand mm-hmm. in a column and so whichever bird or is a the, row or a row <laughs> and whichever bird is the quote-unquote loudest from that gets the berry so um loudest is added up number of that color of bird mm-hmm. so if white got yeah. an eight it gets the berry, you flip it over, and that number goes on the white bird. So if, all the different colored birds are like one through seven. I one through say. seven, yep. Yeah. So and then at the end of the game, you'll have one card left in your hand. That's your favorite favorite um, songbird. So if I have white and uh, that number, so I have a four whites. I'm gonna add up all the berries on the white bird and the number from my hand, and that's my victory points. Mm-hmm. And everybody does that. And yeah, so, scoring was the simplest scoring. So easy. Any it's so easy. So easy. Yeah. And especially if like you have a six and. A another person has the same color but a seven you know that you have just lost to that person by one because they have one point more than you which is also tough because you you kind of want to preserve the seven but then that is a also a good chance to make sure that color scores more points right uh, which is an interesting wrinkle um i i liked it i wouldn't say i loved it i think there are other games that are as simple in this category of game that i would just rather play yeah it's but it was fun it's Mm -hmm. an interesting game so in the four-player game that we played, there's a bird in the middle that has additional berries. In any player count below that, that bird's not there, and it's mm. just a different colored right. bird in the middle. Yeah. So there was like the hummingbird, right? Yeah. The hum- that, uh, he had like extra berries on. Yep. Side. And then there's the crow that had um, negative. Negative. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, I mean the game is fine. It it and it's cheap. Like that is the best part. Like the mm. game is really cheap. It's not a very hard game, and it and it's like less than twenty bucks. But mm-hmm. it's a really good filler game for in between like two heavy games. Like throw that out, play a couple of hands, and it's quick. It's oh, really yeah. fast yeah. to play, and it's pretty easy to teach, despite what I just did right here. <laughs> on the uh, so it's one of those. A lot of games you can describe well, yeah. you know, in audible form. <laughs> it's, and yeah, this one is is such more visual. It's, it's yeah, it's so much easier to point. Like here, I'm. These are mm-hmm. the berries. These are. <laughs> but like just trying to explain it. It's the game's fine, but we have a lot of games that are kind of like that that are filler they, games they mm-hmm. fill this niche of right. filler game that i just enjoy playing i would yeah. rather play virulence than this yeah game. virulence I, is a little bit longer though so yeah. you go. i sort of yeah. feel like i would i think i prefer songbirds over both of those actually really, really? yeah i like I songbirds a lot so yeah. songbirds is really interesting because the first half of the game there's no strategy you're just yes. kind of putting down things yeah and then by what other people put down that's how the strategy forms you're it sort like, of oh. shunts your strategy yeah, into a direction like, either way yeah right? you're like oh now i have to do this so that's what i think so interesting about this game and it is like so fast it is mm, like yeah. less and than that could 10 be, minutes uh, probably could be the reason why i like it a little more i just haven't figured out kind of what right. the overall thought process is it is like, my strategy 
strategy. Making, yeah. This is like strategy low. So this is I'm like, yeah, this game's great. <laughs> this game's, strategy sparrow. Yeah, you see him <laughs> everywhere. This game's perfect. It's, I love it's this not game. strategy hawk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh no, gosh, no. That's terrible. <laughs> That's wingspan. You know yeah. what? Was, you know what? I am upset. There were not bird facts on these bird cards. That's true. Wingspans ruined me. I expect oh. bird facts on my bird cards. Next yeah. time we play, I'll just make them up. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. yeah, there I'm you in. go. Deal. Yeah. I'm way more into this game now. Um, how many berries out of uh, 70 would you give this game? Ooh, berries uh, out of 70. I mean, personally, I like a 45. Okay. Yeah. Like a 45. That's kind of like that's yeah. warm. More than, that's like a 60%. Yeah, I'd give yeah. it like, Berry uh, I'd give it like 55 <laughs> berries out of 70 with 30 of them being mm. raspberries, which okay. are the best berry. Oh. Disagree. I was going to oh. say the best berry. Oh. Oh. You're a blueberry boy. You I'm don't a, know anything. I'm a blueberry boy. I like strawberries. You didn't but... even have to tell me you're a blueberry boy. I just I just could I, look at you and know. <laughs> just, I know the look of a blueberry boy when I I've see seen one. blueberry boys all my life. They're all the same. I've also seen me eat a lot of blueberries. <laughs> in Every time I see you, you've got just a mouthful of blueberries. How many you just blueberries? Cramming those things in there like how many blueberries? <laughs> how many blueberries could you fit in your mouth? <laughs> you know, I feel like I could almost answer this from actual experience. Okay, and I want to say a good like. 50? Could you fit like a little <laughs> dying to like see Like one that. of the little packages like they come in? What are those? So, so here's why I okay. know this. I have fit an entire pa- one of those little packages of blueberries in my mouth at one time. It was wow. college. Things happened. <laughs> you know, it some, was, some well, people explore Dave just jams blueberries. It, well. was, <laughs> it was this morning. <laughs> All I know is that I got $5. <laughs> Hey, five dollars re- is five. Yeah, five, five bucks is and five. And I regret bucks. nothing. Yeah. So that's that's um, songbirds. It's I mean it's fine. It's not super in depth. And if you pick it up, like you'll like it. What's your favorite berry, Dan? You didn't strawberry. Oh, okay, that's also a reasonable thing to say. I like both of those berries. Blueberries. Are There's the best not of the like berries. a berry I don't like. Can we have the temperature of the room in general? Amber, what's your favorite berry? Oh, Blackberry. Nice. Kira, what's your favorite berry? Blueberry. Yes, so blueberries got, win. Yeah, got two for Team <laughs> I Blueberry. Guess, I guess. I don't All know. All right, that's fine. I guess. Yeah, Kira, is there Kira's a berry? vote counts for seven. Yeah. <laughs> is there a berry that you don't like though? Because I can't think of many mm, berries really. Poisonberry. No. Really, you don't like I'm that? Fine it's fine with poisonberries. I mean, it's fine. Right. I guess I would prefer to eat other berries. I guess. Uh, sure. All right. I also like dragonberries. I've Who never had a dragonberry. Really? I've watched Game of Thrones though, so, <laughs> so <laughs> almost. Yeah. So you've basically had a dragonberry. Yeah. So essentially, I've had one. the mother dragonberries. I'm a mother. Three big old dragonberries out there. <laughs> they have a dra- great mouthfeel. You better oh, watch out. One's going to take down your wall. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, spoilers, Mark. Geez. So because of get this, on my level. Because of this podcast, I referred to something as having a good nose feel yesterday. Mm. Ew, gross. Because it smelled good, and my yeah. brain immediately went nose, nose feel, feel. instead <laughs> of this nose smells feel. good. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have we played this? Uh, we played semester? another Roland Wright, uh, Railroad oh, yeah. Inc. Railroad Inc. I, I like Railroad Inc. I like Roland Wright games. Yep. Turns yeah. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Turns out, I really like these games. Railroad Inc. came out last year, and it was actually at Gen Con, and I looked at it, and I go, stupid. <laughs> and I didn't purchase it because and, I am stupid. And now you look in the mirror and go, stupid. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> so this comes in two versions, Railroad Inc., uh, red and blue. Uh, the only difference between them is they come in the game with expansions. So the blue one is rivers and lakes, and the orange one is meteors and volcanoes. The blue one is also $20 more. The blue one online <laughs> is also $20 I don't more. understand if what's going on If you go to there. a store like um, Games and stuff they were both twenty dollars but it makes me so crazy i know because i actually wanted the blue one more but i refused to pay ten dollars extra <laughs> because it's a, like blue so i i ended up getting the red one we still haven't played the expansion but so the way um this game works there's four dice 
and you are trying to connect as many exits on your card as possible. So there is railroads and then there is roads. Mm-hmm. And so these dice have a lot of different four-way roads yeah, or arrangements turns. Of, yeah, things. of different things of between railroads and roads. So essentially you roll the dice. There's seven rounds. So when you roll the dice, you have to use all four of those items and they have to be connected. You can't just put one in the middle of the board. Right. So um, And then you just try to use all the dice that roll into connecting these roads. And you just want to connect any of these roads you you exit you can and there's 12 exits i think on the that the seems board. right to me yeah it's either tw- it's four either per side there are 12 there are yeah. three per side three per, side, three per side yeah there are 12 so yeah so 12 yes that math checks out <laughs> yeah check so you um are just trying to connect these the more you connect in a group the more victory points you get at the end of the game mm-hmm. there's also six or seven special tiles that you can use and you can only use those three times a game but they're all four ways so it's either railroads or roads and railroads with junctions in the middle that turn them into roads and or railroads oh, there's an overpass right overpass yep. yeah mm-hmm. so um this game is very very good and it is very fun and the best part about these games because you are have your own little board in front of you you can play an unlimited amount of players mm-hmm. you could play if you had a hundred boards you could have a hundred players and it wouldn't increase the game length no not not at all people mm-hmm. are just taking their time to write down these four things and then you roll the dice again and that's it unless you're playing with a hundred ambers because she constantly would pick up the dice from the, the table <laughs> yes and then like arrange it on her board to see if it fit with things and then we're sitting there going I, no. I, what, what is yes. missing now, I'm, I'm not I'm sure. going to defend amber here because <laughs> okay. I also do that yeah, because it was the, my brain doesn't I can't abstract space I'm sorry. So I played it's just this. never going to happen, Dave. <laughs> I played this with my wife, Amber, and my daughter, Kira, who is um, six, almost seven, and they both do it. Really? So, yeah, so I'm just staring at the one dice on the board that's not taken <laughs> up, and it's just like, okay, I'll write this one, and then I'll wait. I'll wait. Um, the only thing that's kind of wonky about this is the in-game scoring, but Ooh, once you it's get kind of a nightmare, yeah, once you get used to it, it's a little smoother, but it is kind of uh, a little bit wonky. By it, our third game, I didn't find it hard. Yeah, it's just it's just a little weirder, and it's kind of difficult to explain to other people. But yeah. once you get it down, and like it, it's pretty easy. I don't know. That that was my least favorite part, and it's probably because I felt like such a child being like, Dan, yeah, that's Dan, what I, Dan, could you check <laughs> yeah, my score? But that's what everyone does. I want to make sure that I understand. Like how I've I did played this. this game so many times that I just like scoring for me is really easy now because mm-hmm. I understand. Understand it, but mm-hmm. like again, if you play it for the first couple times, you're just like, I don't. What am I doing again? It, the first uh, playthrough, I mistakenly thought there were only three rounds and not seven. Yeah, oh, and, yeah. And I, I thought you had to use one of right. the free, sp- like a top uh, thing, special tiles, mm-hmm. every single round because you had to use three. And there, uh, but it turns out you don't have to use any of them. Mm-hmm. And there are seven rounds. Yeah. <laughs> so I really messed up. <laughs> yeah, I remember you were like, well, also uh, I can't believe the game was almost over, and I was like, Dave, there's like four more rounds. Yeah. What are you talking about? Also, in Dave's first game, he didn't know that in the final scoring, the more the more exits you connect in one continuous thing, the more points you oh, score. Yeah. So he had a lot of exits connected, but they were like individual. Yeah. So you only get like yeah. two points for those. So yeah, it did it, not go well. Yeah. Yes, but so the scoring is my biggest issue with this, and I. I go back and forth between this and on tour. Like I like both of them very, very much, and I would love, I would gladly play either one of those mm-hmm. anytime. I guess Roll and Write is like my new favorite type of game, <laughs> like because I'm really into it. That's what I think uh, on tour has over this is that the scoring and on tour is so overly simple. Like you just mm-hmm. count up the connections as opposed to like a little wonky thing. But both of them are very, very fun. I think I prefer Railroad Inc. Mm-hmm. more. I agree with Mark. I th- yeah, I, I yeah. think it's. I just All like. Right. I think I just like drawing more. 
Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's the way more like immersive. It it takes a little longer because like, you know, it's people drawing things and trying to connect everything. So I I think that Railroad Inc. felt faster, but at the same time, it it seemed to stay its welcome the exact correct amount, if that yeah. makes sense. So by the end of on tour, I'm getting almost bored. Oh, like I, see, I'm, I think there's I'm, too many. Like I'm, I think totally, I'm totally opposite. Go I, ahead. I'm, with, I'm with Dan on that one too. Like yeah. I feel like they both are they, they both take I the think right amount of time. Yeah, I think they both are, are very good. And as, I think what On Tour does that is a little bit less because Railroad Inc., because it has those seven seven different characters, you can mitigate some things. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. On Tour, you're like a slave to the dice. And I think that's another thing that I makes me prefer Railroad Inc. Well, that, and, oh, I, gotcha. and I totally get that. But like my favorite thing on On Tour is when I almost have something <laughs> completed and then I'm just like staring at these dice <laughs> and like, bang, like I love that fact. Mm-hmm. And like really, I could have had a, a decent um, tour, but I instead tried to go for like the super mm. tour. Right. So I'm now I'm like like oh come on and then it doesn't happen. You're it, just like it's oh, so no. funny you say that because I remember playing Railroad Inc. Right, and the mm-hmm. second game I played, I was like I was small C conservative. Yeah, I, I think I think I won. <laughs> And then at that point, I was so high on my own supply. I was like, I'm a genius at this game. Yeah, I oh, could my gosh. Mark, Mark says to us, so we're playing it, and we're like three rounds in. And Mark says, I think I might be too good at this game. <laughs> and then it all came crashing yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. And I, then, I mean, you didn't do bad, but it's like, I think Amber won or someone. Like, yeah. it, it just like. And it was so funny because I was like, I don't know. I think I should just ball out. And Amber's like, yes, you should. You should yeah, totally just First do off, it. never, never listen, listen to Amber. Amber. <laughs> yeah, especially in playing games. Like, yeah. do not listen. She will not she's not there to help you she's yeah. not like the rest of us like she doesn't want you to do good no it was so funny i was like no i think you're right amber i think i'm just gonna go for it but it what could go wrong a lot as it turns out <laughs> yeah, but it's a lot of dead ends but it definitely speaks to how good this uh railroad ink is is that i want to get the blue edition and oh, we haven't yeah. even played the expansions so in the expansions there's meteors and volcanoes and so there are also dice that you have to draw on your board so if the volcano comes there's a lava flow you have to draw that lava fo- flow somewhere on your board so the you obviously can't make a road through that spot mm-hmm. makes so, sense to me yeah all checks out <laughs> so because this game's so good i'm like oh my gosh i have to get the blue version too because i want rivers and lakes like mm-hmm. i i mm-hmm. need rivers and lakes if i put a river through the lava who wins different, oh, i think different games dave different <laughs> no, no. games this is what i want to huh. play i, I want to play rivers and lava no more no more roads no I th- more i railways. think you just end up with a weird like a hole in the middle of your board you oh. black rock and steam is what you get. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. You end up with some nice pumice. Yeah. What else did we? Oh, wait. How many railroad tie, railroad <laughs> spikes do you give this out of 14? Mm. Oh, out of 14? Mm-hmm. I give it 13 railroad spikes, all driven by John Henry. Dang. <laughs> Bam, you know what? Like I, I give it 12 railroad spikes uh, plus one gold railroad spike. Mm. Yeah. Probably just, you mean the last one? Yep. Yep. <laughs> because I assume that I've completed my route. I think I will also give it 13. So we're all pretty much in agreement. Yeah. This game is great. And it is super cheap, and it's by Simon Games, which makes great games. So you should definitely pick this up. It's like twenty bucks, unless you want the blue one. Then it's twenty eight dollars. <laughs> Can we do a little sidebar here? Of course, Simon. I always want to call it Come On. 
Yeah, it's not. Come on, games. Because come on, come games. on, games. It's cool. It's uh, cool mini or not. I know, but like the, with the abbreviation, it's, right, it's listen, a natural I acronym. I acronym. feel like you could say whatever you want. I'm going to call I'll, it come on, games. Although now. when you do that, I'll go, it's called CMON. And then that will just, it's, like, it's called whatever I want to call it, Tim. Yeah. No, then we'll argue to the I mean, death. if you watch their official gameplay videos of them teaching you their own games, they refer to it as CMON. And I yeah. think they're wrong. <laughs> you know what? Counterpoint, <laughs> they're wrong. You know, okay. Mark's, Mark's actually kind of convincing <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I've turned the corner on this. Yeah. Stalwart logic. Yeah, I'm just saying, missed opportunity, boys. <laughs> um, did we play any other games? So we uh, did. We played D and D. We did. We did something crazy. <laughs> crazy? Um, so it's something we talked about doing for quite a while, and it was part of our "we're going to play games in public" push. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, initiative, if you will. Um, so so far, we've played what Great Great Western Trail mm-hmm. in public, and we've played uh, Blood Rage. Blood Blood Rage. Rage. Uh, so we played Great Western Trail at a barbecue joint, and we played Blood Rage, uh, which is a Viking theme game at a Viking themed meadery. I'm friends with the guy who started the guys who started the meadery, and I had talked to them about eight months ago. That about, being the Brimming Horn meeting. Yes, Brimming yeah. Horn meadery. Give, about give those guys a good plug. Absolutely, I love that place. In yeah, I think it's Milton, 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 yeah, technically. In Milton, Milton Delaware. Delaware. So just off of Cool Spring Road. Yeah, you can. <laughs> You can, you can apparently order their stock online. That's right. Uh, <laughs> you can. I, 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 go ahead. Sorry. I, was gonna, I almost said at BrimminghornMeadery.com and then realized I have no idea what yeah. their website is. I'll look up their website. Yeah, look up that, that website. Actually go on, Dave. So I talked to them about uh, maybe having a D&D uh, event there. Like see if people want to come out, play some D&D, then drink some mead. Like I felt like that'd be a really fun melding of those two things. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, Jared and John were both really interested. They were like, that sounds like cool. Like if you want to do that, we're fine with it. So finally, we got the impetus to do it. So uh, made up some flyers. And the idea was I was going to DM a one-off scenario. Dan and Mark were going to play. And then hopefully two to three other people showed up. Right. And we would play a scenario. That was our goal with this whole event. And mm-hmm. I use that term loosely. Like, we didn't have high hopes. So the weekend before, um, I went ahead and made some flyers, put it up there, said, hey, here's our email address. Like, email us if you're interested. Um, we've now gotten more emails from that event than this podcast. So funny story. <laughs> yes, that is true. Funny story about that. Because I don't like being in public or meeting new people. <laughs> Which made this so much better. Yeah, what, because so we talked about it. We went there that Saturday that Dave put up the flyers and we rolled up some characters. And then that Sunday I said, I've changed my mind. <laughs> I do not want to do this anymore. Oh. I will now make up an excuse uh-huh. and get my way out of this. Yeah. And then we started receiving emails. And then I answered the emails, and then we received more and more. And then all I could think was, now I have to do this because there's too many people. Right. Oh, so we ended up all three of us DMing three separate groups, Mm -hmm. um, six and seven person groups for the most part. Yeah. I was going to say, I think I had seven. Mine mine was smaller, but I was doing a different. You also had a smaller table. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I ended up taking a group outside to a big picnic table, and I ended up with seven uh, as well. So. And unfortunately, there was another five or so people there that would have liked to play, and mm-hmm. we were out of room. So uh, we, it was a rousing success, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I would, Let's talk I about would it. I would qualify it as a rousing yeah, success, agreed. honestly. So for me, I took everybody that's never played before. Mm-hmm. So I had two guys that hadn't played since like advanced D&D in the 80s, mm-hmm. and then two people that have always wanted to, uh, the husband or wife or boyfriend and girlfriend, I don't know. And then they've always wanted to play, so they this was like the perfect opportunity. So so I, with a combination of procrastination and laziness, (laughs) I I did not write my own scenario. I downloaded mine 
from DMs Guild. And it was just like an intro scenario. And it turned out to be great because it this scenario had like a little bit of everything. It taught you a little bit of role play, a little bit of combat, and a little bit of like scenario based stuff. There was like a sandstorm. They had to figure out how mm. to deal with the sandstorm, uh, like killing camels and their wagons and stuff. <laughs> so um, so it, this scenario was actually probably better than I could have written anyway. And But I put it off until Friday. I was like, I'll write it Friday night. And then we were doing it Saturday. And then Friday night came and I was like, nope. Yep. Like, that was, that's that's like, what happened to me. I was like, I'll like write a... all this Friday night. And then it was Friday night at 1.30 in the morning. Yeah. And I was still like, that's nope. yeah. I was that's like, what oh. I was avoiding. And so anyway, I, I teach these people the game. And, and the first, we were shooting for like three hours of gameplay. So I knew like my first hour or so would be explaining the character sheets, explaining mm-hmm. how D&D works. Um, and then we got into the game. And they, uh, as with new players into Dungeons & Dragons, uh, a lot of people that are new to the game don't role play a lot. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of role play. It makes mm-hmm. you uncomfortable. You're around strangers. You're like, well, whatever. It's fine. I get it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I was trying to encourage as much as I can without having them feel uncomfortable. Because I don't want you, I want you, D&D especially is the game, like, play how makes you happy. Like, make, Play how makes you happy. Play how makes you happy. <laughs> play how, play yes, the game yes. however you want as long as it makes you happy and doesn't hinder other but other people's enjoyment yes so, absolutely yeah that's like the number one rule so if you don't want to role play i'm not going to force you to role play mm-hmm. like just tell me what your character is going to do and we'll go on from there yeah and so um the combat's always really easy like that's mm-hmm. essentially tell me what you're doing roll some dice and then um same thing with like the rest of it so they really picked it up really fast and, and did really well and then they did like the stereotypical dungeon and dragons players thing is like towards the end of the scenario, there was like you could pay the toll or you could fight the guys, and they're like, "Oh, we'll pay the toll." And I was like, "Oh, really? Oh, all right." So they, <laughs> I love that the DM is disappointed. Like, I, know, oh. I know. Yeah, and I tried not to show it to them. Like, oh, okay, I've never played in a group that would just pay a toll and continue on with the game. <laughs> yeah, that Seriously. is true. We would we yeah. never yeah. paid a toll. So we would try to talk, haggle them down, pickpocket them, and then end up just like murdering all. Well, of them. No, so, we, I would. Uh, Dan's character would talk to them while Amber's character snuck around and then yeah. murdered them, all. murdered everybody. <laughs> And then came out the front gate. Like, yeah, oh, okay, just they're smile. all dead now. Hey, guys. Hey so, guys. <laughs> so they're like, oh, well, pay the toll. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like role-playing this creature, accepting their toll. And then as they're paying the toll, they realize, no, maybe I don't want to pay this toll. <laughs> and then they just start murdering everyone, which is perfect. So yes. that's what I expect from a D&D group. So I was then, I'm like, okay, now you guys get the game. <laughs> and so um, so my scenario was pretty short, uh, mm. two hours. And, and um, everybody really liked it. And I got emails afterwards from a, a lot of the players saying like if you ever do that again please let us know mm-hmm. and um but that was my experience so we did a lot of and turns out there was some guys that came that wanted to play and he's like oh i saw you um but it looked like you're in the middle of something and i wish you would have said something because i would have absolutely made room for him mm-hmm. and had him like join in but um yeah we ended up bringing extra chairs for ourselves just in case yeah, and absolutely. we used them all yeah, yeah absolutely i would have easily incorporated mm-hmm. other players and they just you gotta ask you gotta ask the worst thing someone can say is no so so, um, but that was my experience with it. I had a really good time, and uh, teaching new players is is a good thing overall. Like the more people we have, you have a lot game. of experience doing that now. Just yeah. teaching people. I do teach a lot of people D and D. Like, yeah, I I DM not as much as I teach new players the game, which is fine. It, it's good. It's it's mm-hmm. a good thing to learn. So, but that I had a really great experience. It was it was really enjoyable. Mark, oh uh, my experience. I had the, a good healthy mix of like people who had never played and people who had kind of like dabbled. I had a, a couple who had played a little bit of Pathfinder. Mm. 
Um, so they knew kind of what was going on there. Um, Pathfinder is basically D and D three point five. Yeah, it's like yeah. way crunchier D and D. More like, rules, more, more stats, rules, more, more stats. Yeah. I th- more everything. It's I think. very yeah. feet heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We had a great time. Uh, I was there probably the longest of all three of you <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Definitely. yeah. I think we've ended up wrapping up around five thirty. And I wrapped up like pretty much three thirty on the dot. Yeah. Like I we we went for a while and they were game and I was like, well, if you guys are ne- if you guys need to get out of here, I totally understand. We can get you out of here. Uh, at one point, I literally had a magic jar dragging them towards the finish line. I had walked up at that point <laughs> and was was listening to uh, one of your players throw a dwarf <laughs> yep, at, that, at two other characters yep. who were holding onto this magic jar getting pulled down some stairs. I believe it was our half-orc <laughs> barbarian Zero hurled Angus, the dwarf barbarian, down a hallway. <laughs> awesome let yeah. me say i so i feel bad i don't know anyone's names but um the guy who was playing the dwarf had the greatest accent for his dwarf oh, like, he was, was really full in his on character. scottish he, he was a, that was blake he was a, a late arrival to the um festivities mm. but um when he joined I was, he was like kind of over the table and i was like i would just stop mid-sentence and i was like do you want to play <laughs> <laughs> and he's like i'd love to play I, I was i'm late though and i was like that's fine we'll get you in right now and i had just critted the um i just critted the human monk named jericho like he, jericho is like the unlucky dice recipient why is there always yeah. one he's the Dave yeah, of there's the group. always one yep. who just gets worked but yeah so I had just critted him with a giant toad and I was like oh I got the perfect thing so I just had uh, Angus hack his way out of the toad's stomach like oh that's, that's awesome like it had swallowed yeah, him cool. and like kind of been hopping through the forest with him so um, but yeah I, I don't remember a lot of people's names because I'm terrible with names but yep. uh, I did I do want to thank Angus Stitch Mariel Zero Jericho Alfreya and Adrier well, that's what, that was my one of my biggest problems in the game. I only have four people, and that I'm so bad with names. Mm. And I kept apologizing, like, listen, I, I'm not going to remember your names. And so I had a cheat sheet with arrows that I literally <laughs> put in front of my DM screen and pointed at people like, this dude's name is Brandon. Like, this girl's <laughs> name nice. is Missy. Like that. That's yeah. smart. And, and I kept, smart. like, looking down at it because I, like, I don't want people to think that, like, I just don't care about their name. I'm just not smart enough to remember your name. I'm sorry. I have too many names. Mm-hmm. And that is it. Yeah, and they were, uh, my group is pretty comfortable with role play. I gotta Which say. Which is cool, yeah. Alfreya was, like, very much into it. And then um, the gentleman who was playing Stitch uh, had this real funny bit where he, like, he would say, well, like my pappy always said, and and he would just like <laughs> spew forth like non sequiturs. <laughs> it was just like Pappy always said that when the moon shines, you got to put the cows in the barn. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but I love it. <laughs> I don't think your Pappy knows what that means. But yeah, it, it turned out to be uh, really cool. And I, I want to thank everyone for coming out and sticking with us. So we had the longest session, but it seemed like they all had a great time. So yeah, so I ended up outside, and I had also had a mix. I had um, uh, one who had never played, uh, two sorry, two that had never played, um, but had seen play, like watch mm. Critical Role or stuff oh, like yeah. that. Um, and then two more that apparently had played back at 3.5 and then uh, one more that had played recently but got really she got really burned out and I won't make fun of or insult any DM I was not there I don't know but she did not have fun the last time she played D&D so my group was totally different because it became very clear very quickly they were just there for the role play Mm. and that's fine Um, so I had I had a custom scenario um, that I had actually used before Dan actually played played a portion of it uh, which was actually a lot of fun for me as the DM because your group, Dan, and then this group played a hundred percent different mm. the way that they went about interacting with my world. 
And so that was a blast for me to see. Oh, yeah. So they were in one combat the entire time. And it's only because um, they decided they wanted to try to save this boy, Joss, from this wolf. And they they were, like, talking to the wolf. And then the one girl just goes, you know what? I summon a fireball. So she tried to cast uh, this. Uh, it's a cantrip. Uh, I forget what it's called. Yeah, but like, firebolt. Yeah, firebolt. Mm-hmm. Instantly rolls a one. First combat nice. of the game. <laughs> nice. um, and she is a, she's playing this very vain elf. And so I had it explode in her face and singe her hair. Oh. His his hair, the elf's mm. hair. Boy, not happy about that. And so <laughs> the entire rest of the time, this bard who was also in the group just made fun of her, not like incessantly. It was such a fun dynamic. Like they constantly were back and forth with each other, like sibling rivalry bickering, just mm-hmm. like real fun picking on each other. The bard was trying to play this bard who was amazing, but in real life, the dude was not that great at coming up with lyrics or anything. And so he just rolled that into his his character that mm-hmm. is a bard who's not good at being a bard um and so tons of laughter ensued from that but they they just role played like they uh, could have got into a lot of combats uh, but preferred to just talk their way out of all of it and because that's how and they were so into it like i'm not going to punish that i'm not going to force you into anything absolutely right um so we ended up having that one tiny combat and that is all but it was an absolute blast. Like I would happily do it again. And I think I think that's what's important as being a DM. That, and this is should be for anyone. Like uh, we all like to play D and D a certain way. Like mm-hmm. I prefer for my play, I prefer combat, and I like doing tactical things and things like that. Just how I prefer to play. But if I'm DMing for a group that wants to role play, no way am I going to force them into play how mm-hmm. I want to play. That's not right. my job as a DM. My job is to fi- facilitate fun for the players. So if they're leaning a certain way, like go that way. Absolutely. I don't, it doesn't bother me. Like. I'm I care more about the player's fun than my own fun. If I'm a player, I want to uh, attack and fight and, and hack and slash and dungeon crawl. I mean, obviously, that's not for anyone. And that's fine. Mm hmm. So I think we all did a really good job of like my scenario was a little different because I'm trying I was trying to give them a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and um, and I think they liked it. But we were even talking about next time, maybe like I'll run a hack and slash like Dave will run an RP heavy and Mark will do like kind of in between. And then like people can pick like play how you want to play. Like, do you want to fight? Do you want to RP? Do you want a little mix of both? Like mm-hmm. you choose your own mm-hmm. adventure, essentially. Yeah. I, and I think honestly, after how we experienced this, after running an event for the first time, just pulling it deep out of ourselves. Yeah. And having it weirdly go pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we learned a lot from it. And for it's. Sure we've been begged to do it again so it'll definitely happen again and Mm -hmm. thankfully i have at least one to two more people willing to come dm which Um, we would need for sure yeah yeah i felt so bad that like there were more people that Mm -hmm. that didn't get to play but at the same time like there's only three of us there's only so much and that's the thing like that's why we were trying to get people to to um rsvp Mm -hmm. through our email so that we can get kind of a count and some a lot of people did absolutely a lot of people did and then people showed up, which is also mm-hmm. fine, and that and we'll know for next time. So we can have uh, extra DMs come by, and if there's not enough players for them to DM for, they can jump in a game. Yeah. And so it's like it was definitely a learning experience, and it did go really well. And that's like the biggest regret, like not everybody got to play. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we were talking a little bit, like we did it on a Saturday, and the the Meadery dot com is the is the <laughs> is email it? Okay. address. Yeah. Good plug. Um, <laughs> 
so if you go there, you can actually order their meads online, right? Yeah, and, yep, yeah, yep. You which can is, buy everything online. Yeah, which ships. is pretty cool. They have, yeah. and so I don't drink a lot of alcohol. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> like it. But um, I've never had mead before. I went there and I asked them, like, what do, you, what would you give somebody that doesn't drink a lot, like something not very strong? And they suggested water, but <laughs> <laughs> very snarkily, yeah. which is hilarious. Yeah, but yeah. I was feeling adventurous, so I asked for something with alcohol in it. So they, I actually had like this. Um, they use applesauce in it and it was like the spiced apple meat. It was really, really good. Mm-hmm. So they have something for everyone, but they're only open um, certain days of the week and mm-hmm. more towards the weekends. So we did this on a Saturday, which is one of their busier days. So there was a ton of people there and it was really hard to hear. Dave, Dave was outside and the weather cooperated yeah, pretty well. Yeah, very lucky. Yeah. yeah. So, but it was, it was hard to hear. So uh, I think we were in talks with them to like do it on maybe a night um, during the week or something like that. So mm-hmm. then it's like a little more toward easier for us. So yeah. we'll, we'll but it was it was awesome. I will say one of the coolest things that I really learned from this event is how many people are starved for gaming groups. Yeah, I got a lot of that too. Yeah, a lot of people were like, "Oh man, we have to. You guys have to do this again." Like, like we're which very is, lucky, and I yeah. sometimes forget how lucky we are that we get to get together so regularly, play so many different games yeah. and D anD D. Well, that's and it's funny you say that because a guy in my group and he's like, um, "There's a Air Force base near us, and he's a pilot, mm-hmm. like an Air Force pilot." And he said, "Like, well, is there any game stores around here where you can go play board games?" And I said, "Well, we're more of a board game group ourselves, really. We play." a lot of board games mm-hmm. we play dnd every once in a while but board games is our is our main thing and he said oh let me show you my collection he pulled up a picture and it had like a shelf with like six board games on it. i was like okay let me show you a picture and i <laughs> and i have like a hundred board games like i have a ton my whole we don't have a dining room we have a board game room so yeah. i showed him and he's like oh my gosh i'd love to play so i got his number and i'm like i i said next time we play like i'll let you know and, and come out and it's like you don't even think about it mm-hmm. because of we are so lucky with us like and right. especially like we have such a good core group and yeah. our wives, wives play, play and, and stuff mm-hmm. so so we really get lucky and especially for this area because we live in southern delaware and it's not like there are big cities near us there's like philly and baltimore two hours away mm-hmm. but uh for the most part we're we're really lucky yeah we actually got a game um my little scythe my daughter's um just about seven years old so kira say hi kira hi so we got My Little Scythe, and this is a scythe game that is uh, super watered down, mm-hmm. and it's uh, designed for like parents to play with their kids. So why don't you, did you like this game? Yeah. So why don't you explain to me how to play it? Do you remember? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So um, you need two characters. The characters are the same, right? So there's yeah. different kinds of animals, like what yeah. kind of animals? There's like a wolf. Mm-hmm. I think there's a bison. And like what else? Mice and bears and stuff. Yeah, I think there might be maybe eagles. There's some type of birds. Some type of birds. So you get these, you pick your starting characters and then you start in your camp. And the goal of the game is victory points, just like most games. And so on your turn, just like on Scythe, you have a board in front of you and you can only do one action, right? But you can't do that action next turn. So um, it's the same thing in this, except for in this game, you only have three options. It's move, it's um, roll the dice to put out items, mm-hmm. and it's- can oh, make something. Make something, that's right. So you pick one of those options. You can roll the dice. So you roll the dice and then what happens? You will either roll two gems, a quest, a heart, so um, the hearts of the friendship, mm-hmm. say I gave an apple to somebody. An apple, that's what it is, mm. yeah. Then um, you would get a friendship. Yeah. So oh, when okay. you roll these dice, they're different colored dice, and some have gems on them, some have apples, some have quests. And then it, let's say Mark's character was on um, the red area, which is like the desert, and you come up with a red heart. So I can put the apple, or I'm sorry, the red apple. So you can put the apple anywhere in the red. 
if I put it on where one of your characters is, that builds our friendship. And if you get like eight friendship, that's a victory point. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So, so instead of destroying each other's like mechs and armies, you're trying to be more friends with each other? Yes and no. So <laughs> so if you move on to a space with another character, you can do what? You can have a pie fight. You can have a, a pie, pie fight. fight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That sounds like a lot of fun, actually. Yeah, so you have a, so Kira, the way Kira plays, she does not pie fight. She cranks. Ranks her friendship all the way up, and that's it. She'll give you stuff the whole game. Yeah. So with the pie fight is very similar to in Scythe. You have cards um, with strength on them, and okay. then you have a wheel with a certain amount of pies. And so you just add those two together. Whoever has the highest then wins the pie fight, and whoever loses goes back to their starting camp. But Kira doesn't do that. So we um, Kira kills them with kindness, right? She does. She yeah. gets a lot of kindness. So um, then you can. Let's say if you have a bunch of apples and diamonds, what happens then? Um, if you have four apples, you can bring them to the castle. Right. And if you have four diamonds, you can bring them to the castle. And it gets you a victory point? Yes. And then what happens? Can you build stuff? Yes. Tell me about it. So if you have an apple and a gem, isn't it for like one of those um, lightning cards? Yeah, you can upgrade. You could upgrade a move. Mm-hmm. Or uh, your roll. Or your roll. Right. Or your build. Or your build. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then I think it's two apples or two gems that makes... Two apples make a pie. Two apples make sense, a right? pie. Then isn't it two gems that make a magic spell? Make a magic spell. So the magic spell is what you use in like pie fights. So pie fights give you... Uh, Magic spells give you additional pies to throw in the pie fight. Help oh, you, gotcha. Helps you win. This is like extra gunpowder. Essentially. Extra pie powder. <laughs> pie uh, powder. <laughs> Baking pie. powder. Well, that's how you make pies yeah, yeah, with yeah, pie yeah. powder, okay, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then um, then there's quest cards. So what do quest cards do? Then there's three of them. So one says like you could do a friendship by giving one apple, two apples, or one gem, or two gems. But then the second one is when you um, do something mean and you lose a friendship. But then um, the last one is you don't really have to do anything and you still get like a friendship. Right. So in this game, the the very first, like she said, the very first thing, you're essentially like, I'll give you two apples. And that gives you, you bumps you up on the friendship meter. Or Mm -hmm. the other thing. The second thing is you I'll take two apples from you or take two gems or whatever, and it goes down on the friendship meter. And then the last thing is, like, if you can't complete it, like if your character doesn't have any gems or anything, you just can't complete it. You just, like, get a magic spell or something like that. And so if you complete two of these quest cards by either doing the good thing or the bad thing, you um, if you complete two of them, it gives you another victory point. So it's like the first person to score four victory points wins the game. And then there's, like, a million tiebreakers. And we have yet to play a game where it does not end tied. So it's... It's like you always tie, then it comes down to like tiebreakers, whoever has the most apples, whoever has the the first tiebreaker is whoever has the highest friendship. Oh. So uh, Kira wins a lot because of that tiebreaker. Yeah, she's over here grinning. She's so, like, yeah, crush so she, it with friends. Yeah, so she goes up. She puts her friendship all the way up. Like, she always gives you stuff throughout the game. So her friendship's always high. And mine's like, I- I'm going to pie fight. I'm going to steal stuff from you. <laughs> so, so my friendship's never high. So, But I'm always trying to rush those four victory points. So this game's pretty fun, right? It's not too yeah. hard. You're How old are you? Like, 19? No. How old are you? <laughs> I'm almost seven. Almost seven. So, almost yeah, seven. this game's good. I think on the box it says, like, eight to whatever eight plus i guess mm-hmm. eight to 99 mm-hmm. and uh, but it, it's good she picks it up really fast and it's it's a good game do you like how many 
uh, pies out of 10 would you give this game? Nine. Nine, nine. pies out of nine 10? Nine pies out of 10. Okay. Uh, yeah. Nice. But like, are these just like the pies where it's just whipped cream in a tin oh. or like a really good blueberry pie? A really good blueberry pie. Gotcha. Oh, here, what's your favorite type of pie? Let's get you on record here. Blueberry? Is it, yeah. is it though? Yeah. What about apple? No. What about, no. Don't uh, be ridiculous, Dan. <laughs> what about rhubarb? No. You ever had rhubarb pie? What about sweet potato? Ooh, no. sweet potato pie. Fine. I'm team Kira here. Blueberry pie is the best of the pies. Mm. Um, I think I I'm a strawberry pie guy. I've never even had a strawberry pie. Or a peanut butter pie. I like those too. I, I oh, like it like chocolate peanut butter pie. I like yeah. apple pie. That is good. Yeah. <laughs> Kira's like, I forgot about peanut butter pie. I like apple pie with the crumb topping. That's oh, yeah. That's my favorite good. kind of pie. Like the Dutch style? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. a la mode. Do, let me tell you a story. So one time, Amber was driving in a car. <laughs> I know this story. Right? Amber. She was driving in a car, and then she was stuck in traffic. So you know when a lot of cars are backed yeah, up, you're stuck in traffic. I used to drive a lot, of, you know, as a job. She, so she used to drive a lot. She got stuck in traffic, and she was so hungry that all she had to eat in the car was this cream pie. A whole one. <laughs> a whole cream pie. Guess how she ate it? She just scooped her hand into the pie. <laughs> <laughs> and ate it like that. She just scooped like her hand was a spatula and she ate it just like that. Is that crazy or what? That's crazy. That is and crazy. that's how your dad fell in love with me. <laughs> she told me that on her first date and now look at us. Uh, that's it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think we did it. That was a good show. Yeah. yeah. Episode number 10. Episode number 10 in oh, the bag. Are you going to say like an oh, email? Dan's dance walking off without <laughs> doing the housekeeping. <laughs> I'm leaving. See you guys later, suckers. Later, dummies. Uh, fine. Uh, <laughs> episode number 10 and not 11 turns out but be sure to email us at randomdrawpodcast at gmail.com ask us anything you want oh you know what I forgot I wanted to uh, give a little shout out to Lars who came out yes, to yeah. see us at uh, Brimming Horn and Lars is like our super fan and you guys don't know this but every week we put out uh, whenever we put out a podcast Lars then sends us an email or a tweet correcting all the things that we got wrong which we don't aren't sure we ever <laughs> get anything wrong I am 100% sure we get things wrong yeah but I heard I wasn't here for this but i heard that he so he's a big fan he he and uh, dave knows him personally mm-hmm. and he's a he's a really really nice guy and he was like kind of gushing to mark and i hear that that gushing made mark very uncomfortable <laughs> it did yes <laughs> it was like well you know it, it makes me uncomfortable in the same way that uh any compliment most, makes most, yeah, yeah exactly like i can't handle like positive feedback ever no yeah, i but, told mark he looked nice one time and he just left yeah, i just, <laughs> just turned and i got i got out. i got the stress heaves <laughs> yeah <sighs> yeah i don't have to take this from you you and he walked out. Yeah. Do you have uh, something from Lars? I do have something from Lars. We're going to do a new segment right called now. Lars Says. <laughs> Lars says. Lars. This week on Lars says, in reference to our uh, bonus bag episode, Mm. Lars says the Hornets have been a Charlotte team owned by Michael Jordan since 2014. In our faces, I guess. We said that they 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 moved for New Orleans. We said that they were a defunct team. Also, to be clear, we, I was struggling to name more than five basketball teams. (laughs) That's true. I haven't watched the NBA in quite some time. So thanks again, Lars. Yeah, Lars. Thank you so much for uh, it. Truthfully. I really enjoy Lars uh, and his commentary. It makes me feel like at least one person's listening. Mm-hmm. Um, besides me. Besides me. And I listen and just shake my head. It's like, oh my gosh, um, I can't believe my name's attached to this. So, uh, also check us out and follow us on Twitter at Random Draw Pod and check us out on Instagram, Random Draw Podcast. Um, we put up some pictures sometimes and, and say things about them. Uh, <laughs> go to wherever you download this, uh, on, whether it be through uh, Stitcher or Google Play Music or whatever 
whatever and give us five stars and uh, say something nice about us and subscribe. So that way you don't have to, because who knows when we're going to put out an yeah, episode. We don't even know when yeah. we're going to put an episode. So if you subscribe, it just downloads right to <laughs> when your When we're taken download. by the fancy. Yeah, when Bro. we have time mostly. <laughs> what? Yeah. Anyway, I guess that's it. That's that, it. That is, is that all. it? I did it, I right? think. I think so. Yeah. Hey, congrats. Nailed it. And now for something completely different. <laughs> when we were driving up here, there was a truck going very slow, just at the speed limit or under, enough to annoy you. And so we, <laughs> so we passed them, and then we looked over at them to see, like, oh, maybe perhaps this is an older person. But no, it was just a lady on her iPad. <laughs> Like on, on a full-on iPad, <laughs> not even her phone. It's like a huge iPad, and not like, like an iPad Mini. It was huge. Oh yeah, and it's... she was like casually glancing at the road, like she wasn't driving like a forty-mile-an-hour death machine. Yeah, that's pretty. On her iPad, that's I've seen safe. people read books and stuff too, which I think is crazy. That's insane. Or you, like you see those people that like uh, you know do sh- like uh, their nails. I saw oh, a yeah. shaving one. Shaving. Time. Yeah. yeah. Like that's... he had an electric razor, but he was looking in the mirror more than he was looking. At the I'd road. be more impressed if he was shaving with like shaving cream. <laughs> Like a flat straight, razor. Yeah, oh, yeah, like, razor. <laughs> well, oh man, like that he guy. had like he had like a one of those sharpeners tied to his rearview mirror. <laughs> yeah, and was like just <laughs> lathering it up. I'd be like, okay, this guy's serious. Yeah. This guy has no time. Yeah. <laughs> so I was going down an internet rabbit hole this week. Uh oh. And I ended up uh, reading all about the Hallmark Channel, which uh, makes sense. My uh, grandmother-in-law, I guess you could say, is obsessed with the Hallmark. She, <laughs> My grandmother-in-law. Like, <laughs> she complains that uh, there aren't enough uh, new movies. There's too many reruns on hallmark channel so <laughs> they're not making enough yeah, hallmark, they're, they're new not, hallmark movies so i ended up reading about hallmark movies so we're gonna play a game called how much do you know about how hallmark movies are made i okay. assume the answer is nothing yeah, yeah i was gonna say zero. baseline is none so. i know nothing about how regular movies are made <laughs> let alone a hallmark movie all right so let's start with this hallmark channel produces a lot of original movies yeah, every year yeah. like christmas movies to the end mm-hmm. degree how much money does it cost to produce the average Hallmark Christmas movie? Ooh, all seven dollars. Right. Seven dollars. <laughs> they really streamlined it. Uh, this is like for the paying the actors and everything. Yeah, yeah. This like is the for whole, the entire the production? whole kit and caboodle for all a right. Hallmark movie. Yeah, I will say that it's probably set up a lot like old Hollywood features, like where they have a stable of actors that they just have on contract. Oh yeah, my uh, the grandmother uh, in question does say that she sees the same people. In well, yeah, all of these I will. Movies. Say that each movie costs six hundred and twenty thousand. Oh, wow! All right. Oh, Daniel. Wow. Wow okay. is too much. Or wow, wow isn't is too much. No. Was like no, closer no, no. Was... with seven dollars. <laughs> no, I just you were very specific. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm always specific, <laughs> Daniel. I'm, I'm usually say... wrong, but always specific. <laughs> I'm gonna say each movie cost five million dollars. Oh, so you guys uh, almost split the difference. Oh, really? Uh, three oh. million dollars. Oh, yeah, three million. Yeah. Okay. It's no Transformers, but I guess <laughs> yeah. no. My, Michael Bay directs the Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas uh, the, tree explodes. J.J. Abrams. It's just Lynn's Flair. <laughs> Lynn's Flair. <laughs> Flair. Every single Christmas tree light on the entire tree. Yeah, you have flares out. Flare. What uh, is that, a headlight? Flare. Yeah, $3 million. That is all it costs. And even just as much fun, how long does it take to oh, make gosh. the average I gotta, Hallmark movie. I oh. gotta imagine it's not very long if it only costs $3 million. <laughs> I was say, with post-production and everything? Everything. I mean, from the time they finish the script until that movie is shot and produced. Mark, like... Mark you know a lot of terms about movies. Yeah. <laughs> what is this script <laughs> you're talking yeah, what about? What is a script? Uh, it's because I spent thing? all my time just chomping on cigars asking, demanding to see treatments. You got a treatment here? <laughs> 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 
no, no, no. Uh, I will say, let's yeah. see. Uh, I would say like a typical movie, like production usually caught around runs like forty five days ish. Oh, really? So I'm gonna say like three weeks, so twenty one days. Okay. I'm gonna say them. It, it takes them just under two weeks. To- <laughs> the like correct it. answer is three weeks. Dang. Mark was spot on. Just like that. Turns oh. out Mark knows way more about yeah. the movie. <laughs> I'm Hollywood about, Insider, baby. <laughs> about guys, especially Hallmark. Guys, now that I know Mark knows this much, we need to kickstart and make our own Hallmark movie yeah. about three nerds who find love through board games. <laughs> but during with Christmas. each other? Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, no. Not on no, the Hallmark no. channel, sir. <laughs> That's true. No, no. Hallmark is is designed for, let's just say, not our generation oh, or the one before it's a, us. It's a real family values crowd. Yeah. So okay. before there was the Hallmark movie channel these movies went to actual places right to like i don't know tmc or, or I, whoever i guess so. i don't know now uh, they have a whole channel yeah they uh they apparently also produce uh christmas movies for just for their christmas in july specials Ooh, oh my god I, I don't like that <laughs> don't like that. and their ornaments are so expensive yeah i bought uh <laughs> I, went, I, know. I always go there like i always find myself in there like just shopping for cards and they always have like that whole wall of just like on sale christmas ornaments mm-hmm. so i bought like the little lady from the incredibles which like the, the costume the designer oh Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the costume designer. Oh, yeah. And then the other one I bought was uh, an alien from Aliens. So this week was Amber's birthday, and I got her a birthday card, and I got it from Browse About Books, like, down here. But it's oh, yeah. this awesome, like, Kraken attacking a ship, and it's, like, a pop-up card. It Ooh. was $15. What? Nice. Yeah, it was crazy. It's awesome. And you can, like, kind of hang it on the wall if you do things like that. Yeah. And uh, But $15 for a card. But Whew, I, I mean, it was too late by the time I found out the price. <laughs> <laughs> so th- I'm not going to go, oh, <laughs> take that off. Uh, I'm not going to pay for you that. You can't put a price tag on love, though. I can. Yes, $15. $15. If that card was fifteen fifty, I would have said no, no, no. No, this no, no. Obscene. If I started going through my Amazon purchase his listery, uh, a history, yeah, list, his listery, his listery, listery, listery. Let me tell you, I could probably put a very specific price on love. <laughs> Just average that all that out. Yeah, if I average this out per gift, I so, get emails quite regularly, and I go, I didn't order that. Oh yeah, I, that mm. happens for sure. What uh, what else is about the Hallmark movies you got for us, Dave? Was that it? Uh, that's mostly it. I do know that um they don't because it's three weeks they don't do a lot of uh retakes so yeah i was gonna say that's why not only the dialogue itself is pretty bad and corny but it's not even well acted because you only get a take or two and then because you lori lori laughlin that's mm-hmm. her name right yep. just got fired from the hallmark yeah yeah that's she, what set me down this yeah, rabbit hole because she got her kid into college not a good college usc yeah by the way so here's the deal about that right like how much does tuition at usc cost I, it's expensive. I'm it's sure, expensive. but it's is not it like five hundred thousand dollars in bribes. I expensive? can't imagine it's five hundred thousand dollars to go to USC. I don't know. Maybe it's like very Trey-esque. Maybe exclusive. I'll Google it. All I know is that if I had five hundred thousand dollars, I could make one sixth of a Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing I knew about. Uh, so you, you are you guys familiar with Robert Rodriguez at all? Yes, mm-hmm. well, yeah. I know who it is. Yeah, yeah he that. did like Desperado and yeah. all that. So his first movie, El Mariachi. Okay, he, he shot for like seven thousand. Sorry, the way you said that was fantastic. <laughs> for $7,000. Oh, wow. And he did all of his editing while he filmed. So, like, he knew exactly, like, where his edit cuts were going to be. And so, I think, like, production was, like, 19 days. Wow. He knew exactly, like... Dude, well done. I know. It was it was very impressive. I listened to the director's commentary on it. I mean, I'm pretty sure at this point we could write... I've seen enough Hallmark, like, pieces of Hallmark movies from being over at my grandma's house um, that I'm pretty sure I could write one of those scripts. I don't know. Point. It seems like an art. Uh, an art to be that bad? I'd have to... <laughs> 
<laughs> I feel like I'd have to write a worse version after I wrote Ooh. the script just to fit in. Huh, interesting. We, uh, I pitched the idea one time to her of a sci-fi uh, Christmas Hallmark movie. Okay. So it's just average Hallmark movie on a space station. Nice. And you could get like a soundtrack deal. Yeah. Because they always have that like, I'm coming home for Christmas, like oh. that plays four times in the yep. episode. So this- I thought it would be great. And uh, it turns out she said she would not watch it. And I was very disappointed. Rude. Apparently, the second it's sci-fi, she tunes out. I was She's like, like nope. Well, you are the demographic. So, I, thanks for the feedback. So this says for one year at Stanford, $45,000, just under $46,000. One year at Yale, $47,000. Okay. A year at USC is over $50,000. And they said if you factor in the cost of books, living expenses, and one year like in that area it's seventy thousand dollars dude you're that's a quarter million dollars um, in you for, could go that's to yale for cheaper than usc <laughs> you could and you fully wouldn't be taking up some poor some poor kids like scholarship spot it does say here that the acceptance rate at usc is 17.7 percent oh wow that is pretty so low. basically it's just a case of like rich kids not being good enough to get in well it's a case about how much your parents i guess will pay oh, for you to get into i did USC. hear that one of those kids uh was put on the um which was put on the crew team which i didn't know oh, yeah. what exactly that was crew? Until, yeah. rowing team yeah it's yeah. like so it's like rowing she was the person with the megaphone oh yeah row 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 row, row. <laughs> <laughs> i like that all i know is that like a quarter million dollars for college come on you could make a 12th of a hallmark movie yeah <laughs> yeah you're really wasting your money you're wasting your money i think this is how i'm gonna do math for yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like how many hallmark movies can i make for this amount so if you win the Powerball, the Powerball is like just shy of $500 million this year or this week. Wow. If you win that, let's just say you make $200 million. That okay. That is so many. Hallmark. Let me tell you, I, yeah. I, that's like 30 Hallmark. That's like a lot of Hallmark movies. <laughs> if I win the Powerball, I promise, I solemnly vow uh-huh. that I will make a Hallmark movie about three nerds who find love through board games. <laughs> I be, will make this movie. It'll Dear be branded Hallmark. under Hall Dave. <laughs> yeah, Hall Dave. Hall oh, Dave. No, that sounds weird. I don't, yeah, like, I don't Dave. like that. Dave Mark. <laughs> Dave, you know what? Dave Mark Dave actually Mark? works. Dan is not involved. No. Now yeah. it's just Mark and I's I'm a company. silent partner. Dan will be involved if it gets me a treatment. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this treatment and it would clearly be poorly written. <laughs> like I just... I, they went outside and they saw clouds. Like what is this story about? I don't know. Uh, Dan's character is going to lose every single game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll have fun doing yeah, it. That's all that really matters. It. I'll be a lovable loser. All right. I'll be the underdog and then I'll win a board game tournament. The tournament of champions. Yeah, Ooh. which will then get you the beautiful uh, a lamber. <laughs> a lamber. Some a names lamber. have been changed to protect the identity. Oh, yeah, exactly. A lamber. <laughs> They'll never piece these two together. Yeah. <laughs> no one will ever know. Stan and a lamber. <laughs> Game over, man. Game over.